Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adult Podcast. My name is Connor, and I will be your host. Joining me in the studio, we have Zach Atwood and Milana Bakken. Looking for the air horn. Yeah, we're going to do a little throwback. And uh, for no reason at all. I this was Whitney's greatest contribution yeah. to this podcast. I was honestly fully expecting a normal air horn. <laughs> if you know, <laughs> so that, that, if, that you, made me. if you are an OG listener, you will know, no, you know and love and miss the air horn. But all right, guys, we are kicking it into summer mode. Uh, summer's around the corner. Here in Denver, at least, it's getting nicer, kind of. It's been it's like a 50-50. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're at the place in Denver where it's a 50-50 split. Where so. it could, there's a chance it still could snow. No, I feel oh, like yeah. snow is over. I mean, it snowed in it May snowed before. It the other day. Yeah. When? It was like rainy snow like the other day. Last week. Oh, guys, I hate Colorado. I've like gotten <laughs> to a place where I'm like, I love everything about it except the weather, which is like... The main part of Colorado that a lot of people like. I was gonna say that's the part that I, I enjoy. The fact that you never know what you're gonna get. Could it snow? Could it rain? Could it be windy? Could there be a tornado? No. You'll never know. It sucks. <laughs> but <laughs> drama. <laughs> Summer is in the air and kind of. There's glimpses. <laughs> um, but it is it's a time when people tend to date a little more. I, and I don't know why. Why do you think summer is like uh, the hibernation is over <laughs> that's, in Colorado? At we least, are for we are real. We are coming out of our caves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're ready. We're ready to mingle. You know, everybody's the, roof, the rooftops are opening. The patios are opening. I think it's just more fun. Like yeah. I mean, I love summertime for that reason. Summer nights are the best. One hundred percent. Yeah, they are. And I think there's a lot more options for dates in the summer. Yes. In Colorado, it's like, hey, come to the igloo that is my house <laughs> for six months out of the year. But then Colorado right. has beautiful summers. Yeah. We have every season. It's great. Uh, no. <laughs> Connor's there's like, like Connor's anti, There's yeah. pre-winter, real winter, pre-winter. Fake, su- fake spring, real spring, summer for like a day, and then it's we back We have to- fall. We definitely have summer also. And we definitely we have, have spring. You're dramatic. He's, yeah. He's, if you're thinking Connor of moving to, to Colorado, yeah. if you're thinking of moving to Colorado, don't. Connor just wants wow. the Miami vibes all year if round. If you're thinking of moving to Miami, <laughs> hit me up because I'll join you. <laughs> Let's caravan down there. I'm not kidding. I am full on Miami. I'm living there at some point in my life. See, we are just wildly different because yeah. also humidity is my enemy. Yeah, but when you never have to wear a shirt. Who cares? Oh my! I think you still need to wear shirts most places in nah, Miami. Dude, no shot. That's not like a like it's not like a nudist colony down in Miami. I'm not Miami. About being naked. I'm just talking about like 
<laughs> okay, oh so if you're if you're wanting to move to Miami, maybe not talk to Connor. No, Miami's going to drive shirtless down there. <laughs> Miami's the new spot, man. Miami is oh the new God. spot. This <laughs> is <laughs> derailed so much. Oh, that was good. That was good. No. Okay, Aaron and I talk about this often. Um, summertime. Everybody goes on vacations, especially in Colorado because it's miserable here. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not in the summer, it's not. Colorado okay. actually has beautiful summers. Okay. But but um, let's talk for a second before we really dive in uh, about vacation ships. So I don't even think we've introed this podcast, really. No. Today we're going to talk about <laughs> a little bit like summer romance and red flags, what yep. to look for, like as summer's blooming, love is in the air relationships are in the air. You know, you might be working out, trying to get that summer bod. Uh-huh. I'm doing the polar opposite, honestly, right now. <laughs> I'm still hibernating. We all just ate yeah. some pizza rolls yeah. right before this. I'm trying to stop hibernating. Um, but no, like, what what are some red flags you should look for if you're looking to get into a relationship, if you've been struck by Cupid mm. in the summer? Before, though, I do want to talk about <laughs> vacation ships. Okay. Do you guys, have you ever been in a vacation ship? Or do you oh. know, like, what that what that is? I have heard, I, I personally never have, but I have someone. some friends who are, they, like, all through high school. Every time there was a summer vacation, like, the first week after school was done, they'd go, like, on a cruise. Or, it was mainly cruises. I feel like it was always a cruise. Where they would meet somebody and it's <laughs> summer. And well, and if, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Cause it's Did like, they ever have girlfriends or boyfriends in real life that you could validate? Because I had friends like oh, yeah. that and I'm also like, you're lying. You're lying. Why is it your only relationships are when no one else is around to validate your relationship? <laughs> no, this one, actually, I know a friend. We just talked about this the other day, actually. Uh, where she ended up dating this guy for like a year and a half, long distance. after like, And it was in high school. So like AIM after sending each other messages. After they met on a cruise. Hey. So Cupid, Cupid struck. Hanging out um, at that twenty-four hour pizza bar, always open. <laughs> yeah. I've been on one cruise, and that's that was like my jam when but I was. Did yeah. you have 10. a vacation yeah. ship? No, not on the cruise. If pepperoni pizza is my girlfriend, then absolutely. <laughs> then he is still in a committed relationship. <laughs> yeah, I remember being twelve years old, and my family went to the Bahamas, and I was fully convinced I was going to meet the love of my life at twelve years old. Yes. On this tiny little island in the Bahamas. <laughs> I feel like that was and like, it did not happen, and I remember being devastated. I'm going back alone <laughs> at the tender age of 12. You're just like, oh, Listening honey. Listening to my iPod <laughs> Nano, like all my emo love playlists. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, Dude, yeah, vacation trips are real. It's a phenomenon. Oh, it's so weird. And it does only, I feel like it does strike like well, high school, middle school age. Relationships intensify because it's like we've got seven days here. This is all we have. And then you like <laughs> it's like a lifetime movie. Yeah, like for a, a six like six months later you look back and you're like I wasn't even that into that place. It's like what is it about a campground in the middle of <laughs> It's the romantic South camp. Carolina that makes it so romantic. Like, well, you know, like back in like the older older movies when like the ro- romantic cam would pop on when like it would get blurry all of a sudden and like I literally two... actually have no idea what you're talking about. No, no. Name like a, name a movie. Yeah, what sound of music. Movie? Sound Classic. of music. Oh yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Zach would watch Sound of Music. I love it, you guys. It's top five for me. Isn't it like three hours long? Yeah, and it's three the hours of heaven. Are alive <laughs> with, with the, the sound, sound of. Pew, 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 pew. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm snorting. Oh. Okay, we gotta get. <laughs> we are here. Okay, but the romantic camp, like, there's this like lens that pops up, like, that makes everything like so subtle and like the the light glimmers extra when the romantic cam is on, and I feel like that's what a like a vacation ship is. It's like you go into it with like this glaze, this lens of like, oh yeah, there is only so much time that we can be with each other. And so it's like everything is just heightened and uber sensitive and like overly like sensitized. So yeah, there is that. Let's, there's a lens that you're looking at the, the vacation through. Yeah. And there's also a lens in summertime. Look at how I bring that Transition. freaking back. Transition, though. That's why they pay me the big bucks. That's why we're sponsored. Today's podcast is sponsored by nobody because nobody's <laughs> reached out yet. We still have no sponsors. Come on. Can we get, like, a Christian Mingle sponsorship? Like, this could be the one. Dude, for real, though. Christian, Christian Mingle. Like, no offense. Is that even still a thing? Oh, it is. Really? I feel like they've been swallowed up by other, like— Actual good dating sites. No offense, Christian Mingle, sponsor us. Yeah, we, no yeah. we We're to... trying to get sponsorship here, Connor. Connor. You're, you're not doing this well. I mean, what? <laughs> but I just think it's a. It's just a different tier. It's a select group of people. The ones who are like, I'm ready to get married tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely still a thing. Yes. Okay. It up. Didn't know that. Anyway, speaking of, I can't remember that transition, uh, vacation chips to summer lens. There we go. <laughs> I think a lot of people that are kind of in this 20-year-old age range, I would, I would bet that a lot of relationships start in the summer. And so yeah. the weather's getting warmer. The birds are chirping. The crickets are cricketing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the crickets are... Ooh, summer night. Yes, summer night. It is here. And so we wanted to help you out by giving you some red flags to look for if you're starting to catch feelings this summer. So if you are feeling the summer romance, feeling the summer vibe, you're, you're vibing on somebody and you're thinking about, I don't know, making it official, we've got your back. We are going to give you some red flags to look out for to make sure you don't date no fool. Do you <laughs> hear me? Don't waste your time. Okay, so first red flag. <clears throat> okay, if they want to drink your blood, but only for <laughs> ritual purposes. <laughs> so, I love that. Sorry. That's, <laughs> sorry. that's, a, that's a joke, Kelly. but that's actually real. They are in a relationship and drink each other's blood. But for ritual purposes only. Yeah. So weird. Which is 10 to, times more terrifying. To, yeah, just, I don't know. like <laughs> Nutrients? Yeah. Yeah, guys, I, sorry. If you don't think Hollywood is dark as crap. <laughs> the fact like, that there's people openly admitting that they drink each other's blood yeah. for rituals. Yeah. You got to, that's a red flag. <laughs> Big red flag. Big red so flag. if they ever want to pull a Machine Gun Kelly slash Megan <laughs> Fox Run, baby, run. Turn the other way. Um, okay, also, red flag. If they want to take you hiking on a date. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I can agree. This is Connor's red flag. This is my red flag. This, I'm sure we for have a lot of- For <laughs> friendship, for kinship, I also feel for like anything. I, and maybe it's because I'm not a hiker. I agree with this one because it's just like, 
you're putting somebody in such a vulnerable state. Well, also, <laughs> like, too. Th- you're trying okay. to hold conversation and I you're like, I would like it. Hey, okay, this- yeah, what's, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> like, I just, that's what I'm doing. And I'm panting, trying to like maintain a conversation. Okay, this was, this was put in as a joke. Uh, but think about this, too. How many documentaries on Netflix come out of serial killers? <laughs> oh my god! That love to... They started out hiking together. Yikes. Yes. Okay. And yeah, she maybe never not like was found again. Hiking like right away. Yeah, like in a group at least. Yeah. Go okay. in a group. I c- when you also look at it there's from a that thousand other there's a thousand other things to do besides hiking. But if you are go in a group, and or then on soon, a well traveled trail. And then also, I feel like hiking. I don't know. It can be a red flag just because it's like. Yeah, what do you talk about for seven hours? There is a high risk there because it is, it, yeah. it can be a very, like, if it's not You're like a stuck. short, like a two mile hike, yeah, you there's are. There's one way back. And if there's, <laughs> yes, and if they are committed to a hike early on, Ooh. this is a picture of your future life. So, like, <laughs> if you don't love hiking, don't accommodate it in the first place. I can think of several of our young adults, though, that would actually really like. Oh, they would thrive. Kyle Johnson is like a huge shout out Kyle Johnson, but he is he would go on a hiking date and he I think would and enjoy I would it. say no. That's great for him. That's just a red flag on yeah. his part. No, yeah. I'm, to- I'm totally kidding. Uh, okay. Outside of the blood and the hiking, let's dive into ones. some real red flags. Okay, first first red flag, and we'll kind of couple some of these together. You meet at a party totally hammered. Or a lot of your dates sort of revolve around hanging out at parties, clubs. Basically, there's always a lot of alcohol involved anytime yeah. you guys are together. Why would you say that's a red flag? Outside well, of obvious reasons. I mean, well, <laughs> obvious reasons. But like, I mean, I, I feel like you're never actually getting to know the true yeah. person. Like you're getting again, like we're talking about like a summertime lens. We're talking like a literal alcohol lens. Like you're never actually getting to know the true that true person in their Mm -hmm. day-to-day life. Or I hope it's not their day-to-day life. I hope they're not always that way. But, yeah, if everything revolves around alcohol, then you can expect your future to all revolve around alcohol. Yeah. Which is not beneficial to any type of relationship. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like you, like you said, that you don't know the real them. It's like you know them plus alcohol and, like, how they act with that in their system. I don't know. Not that like all drinking is Oh yeah, no. like bad and terrible, but I think yeah, if it's always like centered around that. Yeah. If yeah. you're meeting someone in that environment, then it's just like, do you really know this person? Yeah. Do well, you really then it's also like, like is that person using that as coping for something else so that way yeah, they're you're never actually going to maybe a root of an issue. You're never actually processing with them. You're not yeah, going to be able to You don't like, know their limits. Yeah. You don't know their boundaries with it if you're meeting them in that environment yeah. specifically. And I think alcohol can, one, make you do stupid things. And then, two, there's just a level of, like, surfaciness. Yeah. Especially, like, in the context of, like, a party, a house party, a club, um, at, you know, like, that downtown at, like, the bars and stuff like that. Like on some level, like if if your dates, if all your time together is just sort of surrounded by like alcohol or I don't know, other things like that, then then there's a chance that there's not like a real deep connection and that it's more just like you like to be social together Uh more than Mm -hmm. like actually have deep interests in one another and like 
connection, like actual connection yeah. to one another. Well, yeah, and if that is like <clears throat> if alcohol is that person's only interest, <laughs> it's not fun. Like <laughs> It's going to get old real quick. Real quick. Yeah, and I mean, in, in, in all seriousness, it could point to red flags down the road, like oh, yeah. way bigger red flags. Like yeah. I think like there's a difference between going out and being social and then all of your interactions – you know, revolve around some type of like party or any type of like setting where you can't be like actually. I don't want to use the word intimate because I don't mean it like, like <laughs> don't be intimate. Uh, the wrong type of intimacy. Yeah, yeah, but you can't actually have like real conversation yes. and yeah. get to know one another right. and get to like learn different things about one another. So if you are always meeting at a party or somewhere drinking alcohol or a club or dance thing, whatever. That is a red flag. Next red flag. Here we go. When it feels, when it just kind of gives off the vibe of like a summer fling more than something substantial. Like, you know when you just meet somebody and you can just tell like, this doesn't feel exclusive. Yeah. How about this? When there's always an element of chase and there's never... Like when it feels like people are playing games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you get yeah. that vibe of like they're not texting back, they're not calling back. And it's not because, um, you know, they literally aren't by their phone. It's You can just tell there's there's some games being played. Yeah. Right. And I think what's so dangerous, why this is a red flag, is because I think that humans are made for like flirting. I think like there's like a lost <laughs> art of like flirting. You know, like some guys think flirting is like being a creep, you know, (laughs) but like flirting is flirting is like, okay, but there, there is like a vibe of flirting and then there's a vibe where they're playing games. How would you differentiate those two for somebody listening? How could you say the red flag of playing games versus normal, healthy flirting? There's like, I think it's when there's like, there's no follow through. Yeah. Like it doesn't like ever lead to like that first date or like something more or like per, that Christian word of pursuit, you know, like pursuing <laughs> <laughs> my heart. Yeah. No, but really. But like he he or she um isn't like pursuing anything serious. And the and those types of things where it's like you said from at the beginning of like oh, this is this is going to be more of like a fling. If you like feel that and you're like, yeah, this isn't long term, but it's just a fling, so I'm going to flirt and have fun and just, like, see where this goes, then I think, yeah, that's, like, that's a big red flag right yeah. there. Well, and I feel like it's a red flag because, like, the root of it is that if you're, yeah, if you're constantly in this limbo of feeling like there's other people or they're not really truly invested, like, you're not yeah. able to feel secure. And when you're not able to feel secure, you're not able to get vulnerable. Or it'll hurt a lot more if you do get vulnerable because then that person's – they're not invested. They don't care. They're ready to jump out. Yeah. And so I feel like the like the summer fling vibe is just something that is not going to breed like a healthy relationship and it's not going to allow you to be vulnerable with that person to actually grow and develop who you are as a person and develop right. the relationship with you too. Right. Yeah. You're setting yourself up to like potentially get hurt basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like pretty much inevitably. Like yeah. someone's going to get hurt if it is like more fling and not like setting yourself up for like s- 
something substantial. Plus, well, doesn't that just sound exhausting? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. In my head, I'm just like, okay. It's like, so oh, I any- know this is like- going to end bad, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, is anything going to happen here? Are we going to, yeah. oh, we're just going to send a I winky think, face emoji? I think like cool. in, a, in this day and age, especially with social media and stuff, that is so prevalent of just like. We were talking before the podcast. I guess there's like a movement on TikTok where like you, everybody's diagnosing everyone as narcissist. But I do, <laughs> I do think there's like a level of narcissism in like, can I get this person to like me almost more than I like them? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. so I feel like if there's any vibe of like cat and mouse and and not just genuine like flirting and interest that's a huge red flag yeah, yeah for sure Well, because that person obviously it's it's more of like a, a crave for control yeah and like and like yeah. and like affirmation of themselves yeah more than right. actual interest even in just like hanging out for the summer like where mm-hmm. i don't want to paint summer i maybe the word fling but like summer romances like whatever they don't have to be super bad or super toxic yeah but like if there is this this vibe of like cat and mouse where the person just kind of loves being chased and not there's no real like ever resolution or anything like that where you feel like when you're around them and like it's your honor to be like around this person (laughs) you know what i mean like you're worthy to be in my presence now yeah yeah if if you if you're around this person and you can never get clarity on how they feel about you that's a red flag because they probably like the affirmation you give them more than you yeah that's so true and that's not a you issue that's them issue right um i think another red flag and this is like a personal red flag that you should sort of look for in yourself is are you lonely or are you interested in this person? Mm. I think so many people can get into like summer romances, summer relationships because they're just tired of being alone. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to go to Wash Park by themselves anymore. Yeah. The hibernation is over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've hibernated alone for six months. Yeah. Winter is coming and winter has come and gone. It's summer now. Right. and. And you don't want to be, you don't want to hike by yourself. You know what I mean? You don't want to drink your own blood. No, I'm totally, oh my God. I'm totally kidding. What is a, there we go. Um, Sound effects coming in clutch today. Yeah. No, but I do think like maybe going along with this cat and mouse thing, I think a lot of people, like a personal check, a personal red flag in your own heart, maybe this isn't something to look at in somebody else, but something to examine in yourself is like, am I interested in this person or am I lonely? Mm. Yeah. Because I think it's okay. Like if you're lonely, hang out with your friends. Like have like great friendships, great relationships that aren't romantic. There's other ways to fill that void rather yeah, than you a- absolutely. stringing somebody along for affirmation for yourself to not feel lonely anymore. And I think it's okay if you go out on like a date or two to figure out if you like this person. But for the sake of like kindness and for the sake of your own reputation and just for like the sake of like, I don't know, like not toying with somebody else's heart, like maybe ask yourself like, am, is Am I bored right now yeah. or am I am I actually like feeling this and maybe want it to potentially go somewhere? Right. Well, then also, like if you are if it's just loneliness that you're feeling, you do probably need to address like a deeper rooted issue. And like that's a personal red flag that you need to work on because you don't want to throw somebody into a relationship that could be like something great and have really great potential. But because you're just feeling lonely because you're trying to fill a void or because you're trying to. I don't know, figure something else out in your life. Like you're going to drag that person with you into honestly just something that is wildly, wildly unhealthy. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, so red flags when most of your relationship revolves around alcohol or partying or clubs. Just there's no real feel of wanting to get to know each other. Um, when you can just kind of feel like it's not exclusive um, or when, when you're just kind of feeling lonely more than actually wanting a relationship. Next red flag, and I feel like this is interesting because I feel like a lot of people might push back on this, mm-hmm. um, but I do think this is a red flag to be aware of. When they're only friends with the opposite sex, I think that is a big red flag. Now, I know already there's a girl driving in her car that's (laughs) like, I just connect better with guys. (laughs) Like, yeah, I feel like you connect better with a lot of guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're kind of a player. Like, yeah, I I feel like they're I feel like somebody who is looking for a relationship and wants like a relationship with you or whatever there it we're not stupid there is a level of honor a level of awareness to where yeah. like some if you're in a relationship some friendships with the opposite sex can be inappropriate and i don't yeah. even mean yeah. se- i don't even mean sexually but just like out of respect for the other person oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they, they need to be tampered back a little oh, bit oh yeah how how would you go around navigating that like if if you meet somebody and their only friends are fellas for you, Zach, or their only <laughs> friends are ladies. Yeah. yeah. Like how do you how do you navigate that? And and should that be a red flag? <laughs> As I say, you don't navigate it because it's a red flag and you jump yeah. out. Well, no, because honestly, I feel like when when you see somebody or somebody like uses that excuse of like, well, I'm only friends with guys, blah, blah, blah. Like I've got two sisters. And again, if relationships like ultimately, like, yeah, I want to get married and I like that's kind of a goal. Um, And if you're only friends with guys, like, will you get along with my sisters? Will you get along with my mom? Like, why can't you mean like to me, it is an issue of like, why can't you maintain relationships with with people of the same gender because there is a lot like and that's girls are backstabbing gossipers. <laughs> oh my god. It's like no, you're a it's backstabbing. It's weird because gossiper. I know like I feel like, <laughs> like like there's a common denominator. Yeah, here. and yeah. it's you. It, well, that's the thing is like yeah, like and also if you believe they're all backstabbing manipulative monsters like no, that's not true because I know plenty of females who are not that way and who are kind and who are gracious and like you just have to develop friendships and relationships with those people to get to know them better. But I feel like you're using I don't get along with a certain gender as an excuse not to try and develop community with them. And so, like, to me, yeah, for me, it's like, again, I've got sisters. I've got a mom. If you can't get along with people with Karen, with can't can't get get along with with females, you can't get along with Karen. Okay. (laughs) also, I'm going to be a little harsh here, but I think it's true. Back to narcissism. I. I think it's like an ego thing. Oh, it is. Like an affirmation so thing yeah. of like. You love the attention that the opposite sex brings yeah. you. Yeah. And like as a guy, you love being friends with girls because you you love all the attention. As a girl, you love being friends with only guys because it validates something in you. that. Yeah. And this is going to sound harsh. I'm not trying to be a, a jerk here. But it validates something that's like missing inside of you right. yeah. a little bit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the attention from the opposite yeah, sex yeah. That, you're crave, that you're clearly craving. Yes. You're, you're willing to date somebody else. <laughs> yeah, you're just filling a different void. Yeah. You're filling like emotional voids that you're having. Because clearly there's a lot of things that you're craving from a relationship with yeah. the opposite sex. And so in the meantime, if you can like satisfy that with yeah. like some friends, some yeah. like guy friends yeah. that will like... It's like a temporary, that, yeah, yeah, emotional void of like wanting 
things from like what a relationship brings you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and my balancing statement is, though, is like, I don't like if you have like really close friends who are opposite gender, like that's like yeah. to me, that's OK. That's like that's fine. different than like majority slash yes. only slash only is like the big red flag. To right. Because it's yeah. like if you can't maintain any relationships with like another female or with if you're a guy with other guys, like that's a big thing. Yeah. That's yeah. like a huge red flag to me. And the reason yeah. it's a red flag, I think, is because it's it's practicing something that will need to be broken. And like what I mean by that is like, if you think that this person that you're like wanting to date this summer who only has female friends or only has male friends, they're they're in a habit of practicing validation from multiple people. Yeah. So when you step into a relationship and in theory, your validation should be the primary validation, they're so used to getting validated by three, four, five, six, seven people. Right. Why do you think they'll stop yeah. Right. With, yeah. with you? Well, and even, yeah, like long, long term. Well, hopefully not long term, but like kind of in that same vein of like, yeah, they're going to seek validation from somewhere else. Like if you get married, that leads that like that can lead straight to like an emotional affair. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not yeah, necessarily boundaries like, are not just like, physical. oh, yeah, like I've never like I have a bunch of like guy friends, and like nothing ever physical happens. But like if you're pouring out your heart to those guys, yeah. t- like in there, your close friends as like your like potential future husband, that would be devastating to hear yeah. that like you're having an emotional affair because I'm not validating or you're seeking validation from other men. Right. Yeah. You're setting that standard. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this might be way overstepping, but it, it <laughs> kind of feels like you're practicing like cheating a little. Yeah. No, no, yeah that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. 100%. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin, pumpkin eater. eater. <laughs> there was and, a. And it's summer, so pumpkin's not even in season. <laughs> not <Cheater. until> fall. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but we don't we have gotta, fall here. <laughs> see, we got to make a joke after that, like oh wildly God. harsh criticism. <laughs> <Yeah>. of life. <laughs> Just sugarcoat it a little bit. Yeah, more. yeah. But there was there was a pastor um, when I was in college um, that I used to listen to a lot. That he said he he was really harsh with some things, and one thing that he always drilled into because it was like college age ministry. He's like, guys and girls were never meant to be best friends. And I honestly, like, I agree with that. He's like, the reality is, is that someone's heart is always going to waver. Like, mm-hmm. whether it be, like, intentional or not, or, like, for a moment or, like, temporary, like, at some point, someone someone's heart is always going to be like, oh, wait, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Because that's how we're created. So if you have in mind, it's like, oh, no, it's fine. We're all just friends. It's all just okay. And maybe you feel that way, but there's, like, no guarantee that the other yes. person does. And so... Yeah, it's just a recipe for for disaster. <laughs> yeah. So if you see that they've only got guy or girl friends and there's no mix-up in this beautiful yeah. cocktail of life, <laughs> there's no other ingredients. If it's all grenadine and nothing else, Ooh. Grenadine. Yeah, then it's too sweet. Ooh, way too Get sweet. out of there. <laughs> um, okay, next red flag. So we got alcohol and parties. Uh, just... The non-exclusive vibe, only friends with the opposite sex. Here's a big red flag. They never bring you around their <sighs> friends. Ooh. What they hide in. Ooh, what you hide what in. You hide I know Zach has opinions on this. Well, yeah, because, I mean, to me, like, I, I think, like, my future person, and again, like, I look at it, yes, it's it, we're talking about summertime, like, romance, and it could seem like it's maybe something short-term, but no, like, the intention of dating is hopefully to find a spouse and I'm not like trying to over spiritualize dating. So I think like Christians sometimes need to loosen up a little bit and just like go grab coffee with people, go hang out with people. But 
Yeah, if they like to me, I have a very close group of friends, and I've grown mm-hmm. so much because of those people. And so that's something that I value very highly in my life. And so I value that for my future person yeah. to have like close, good friends. And yeah. so if they're unable to, that are, sh- yeah, like her friends, yeah, oh not, yeah, not, not the same like no group. No. Oh gosh. No, yeah. No. <laughs> Separate. Like, and I think you can you can develop friends all together. Right. Like, get to know each other's friends groups. But at the same time, it's like, no. You need to have healthy friendships that because those are the people who are pushing that person closer to God. So if you're not able to meet those friends, or they're completely ignoring them, or they're not showing you them, they're not bringing you around them. Like, either a are they wildly insecure about you, or b what what are you hiding? <laughs> what you hide in yeah. <laughs> like again like that's that to me is a big a big piece is like their friendships and the way they navigate it and why won't you let me meet your friends yeah if they're right. never bringing you around their friends two things uh one i feel like it's clearly a fling in their mind yeah like yeah. this sound like they're, they're like using you for something because they don't value the relationship they don't want to bring you into their world or yeah. two honestly you know, there's people that are like serial daters, like serial, like if they're like abandoning their friends like oh, yeah. too quickly, especially oh, like yeah. early on in the relationship. Yeah. Like that's a red flag because it's just like you're very desperate for something. Yeah. Like, you know, there needs to be just like a healthy balance of like them, their relationships outside of your relationship and yeah. then them bringing you into those relationships Obviously, at the right time. Like, yeah. if they're not like, if you're a date or two in and they haven't brought you around all their best friends, like, okay, whatever. But if yeah. you've been dating for a couple months and you've never met <laughs> any of their friends, that's because they don't want you to meet their yeah. friends. And, and that them, like, is sketchy. Or, or they're like way too, like, they're way too intense with their boundaries to the point of like, they're not willing to open themselves up, be vulnerable to showcase their friends to you. So therefore, right. like, you're never going to get to know them. And they're using it as a defense mechanism almost to be like, well, if it fails, at least I never, like, got my friends involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, no, I mean, like, your friends also should be a good gauge of that person, of the person you're dating. Yeah. Because if they truly love you as friends and truly invest in you, then they should be able to speak life into who you're dating. And so if that person's not allowing other people to speak life into the dating relationship, then, gosh, that's just sketchy. It's just so Sketch, sketchy. man. It gives me this feeling. <laughs> kind of though. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly. That should be the red flag sound. Gosh, we totally missed we, an opportunity dang it, here. We should have done them on every single one. Dang it, and we're 30 minutes in and just found it. All right, we'll start over. No, I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Podcast people are like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> well, the first like 10 minutes were just us making bad jokes. Yes. <laughs> Primarily you guys. My jokes were funny, but <laughs> kidding. Okay. Play the cricket sound, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Red flags. You meet at a party hammered. Um, you feels more like a summer fling. They're only friends with the opposite sex. They never bring you around their friends. Here's one that I, people, this, this might be the one people would disagree with me most. Um, because there, it, there is a level of privacy and boundary with this, but I do think this is a, a gauge. When they're super weird about you seeing their phone or like a social media account. Hmm. Like if they're if they never can just like set their phone down like face up. Huh? Like face up. Yeah. Or like or just like not not that if you're dating you have the right to rifle through their phone or anything like that. Yeah. But like if they won't let you see what they search on like Instagram or like Uh. it yeah, just like they're pr- 
I don't know. What do you guys think? There is a there is a lot. There's a boundary with this. Yeah. Obviously, you're not just gonna be like grabbing this dude's phone or this girl's Let phone me and look being through your like, phone. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I do think like if they're super overprotective of like if they just won't ever just set their phone down on the coffee table or right. whatever and like let a text pop up. Hmm. Yeah. In yeah. my mind, red like, flag. What are you hiding? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What are you nervous? I feel about? like you guys disagree with me. Zach disagrees. Why? I don't disagree. Ooh. Why do you disagree? Because I'm right. No, no, no. I, I'm I, right. I, I think it should be one of those things. Like, it, it, and again, like I don't. Uh, how do I phrase this appropriately? Because I do agree. Like, if somebody is sketchily hiding their phone twenty four seven, yeah. But I also don't think you you should have enough trust in the relationship to allow them to have their own Instagram life without you having to rifle through it. Like to me, it's more of like a red flag of like, show me your search. What's happening? Because then I'm just like, you don't trust me? Like, why don't you trust me? Like, I trust, like, in my head, I'm like, I, I'm not going to go through your phone because I trust you and what you're saying and what you're doing. And if you're yeah. searching, like, if your Instagram page is super weird and you got some DMs coming in that are weird, like, I, uh, see, right. I, I'm, I'm, like, processing on the fly because, like, I do get, like, if they're sketchy about it, yeah, that's a red flag. But I don't think it would be weird. I don't see it as a big red flag if – they're not like questioning me or I'm not constantly questioning them and letting me rifle through. Yeah. I'm not saying you should call like you meet him and be like, let me see your phone. That, yeah. That's a red flag for <laughs> them, for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I do think there is some level of like, dude, people have different lives on their phones, you know, yeah. they can. True. And so it's true. You don't have the right to rifle through their social, but like if they're, if they, if a notification pops up and they're acting weird or they're yeah. like, I don't know. Be, They're like overly secretive with their phone again, for I, no I guess, reason. Like it's yeah. Never... I guess that's the thing. Yeah, it'd be for like no reason if it feels like you're just sitting watching TV and they're like throwing their phone across the room. Yeah, that's a little sketchy. That's <laughs> a little weird. But again, like I, I just feel like you should have enough trust and respect in that relationship to be like, no, you do your thing, and if like it comes to it where you're doing sketchy stuff, and I hope we've built enough equity within this relationship where we can talk about it. Um, and where you can feel like, I, I hate to use this word, but like <laughs> if you feel convicted that you did something, I, I'm i not going to be the person to rifle through it, but I would hope that you would come to me and say, hey, these DMs are happening or this is happening. I don't know. I just, I don't have the urge, I guess in my heart, like I don't have the urge to go through somebody else's phone if they are being even like remotely sketchy. I'm okay. Like, okay let, I trust you. you. Let's say this. The red flag is not you rifling through their phone. It's when they're super sketch about like notifications and stuff popping up on their. But phone. what if they're like planning a surprise party? Like, okay, let's let's think about this <laughs> instance. So oh my You're God. driving Gosh. in the car. Let's think about this instance because this may or may not have been something. I had an ex that like when we were driving in the car <laughs> and his <laughs> when it was not Jake <laughs> uh, when we were driving in the car and like his phone was plugged into like the aux. I could I was not allowed to like hold, even hold his phone while to like to DJ. Like oh, yeah, he wouldn't weird. let me like that sort of stuff I oh, think okay. is like when they won't even let you like near their phone in like instances like that. Like they won't leave it on the coffee table when it's plugged into the aux like you can't DJ while they're driving. Like, yeah, when they're hyper aware of their phone around you. Okay, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that's a huge red flag. That to me is like yeah. they're, they're hiding something. Yes. So, we've agreed red flag when they're super <laughs> weird about their phone around you. Yes. Agreed. 
Okay. Unless they're planning a surprise party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that could be like the. the that's excuse. the one. That's like the one caveat of like. Okay. We are abusing the soundboard, but I kind of like it. It's oh. fun. It adds a little, a little spice. All right, we got two more before we wrap this up. Um, next red flag, and this is an obvious one, but I still feel like this. This kind of partners with like the loneliness one a little bit. When they don't respect your personal or physical boundaries, yeah. I think it's a huge red flag. One, that they don't respect you, but two, that this is like strictly like a summer fling for somebody when they're constantly constantly pressuring you to go further and further physically, emotionally, whatever, than you feel comfortable doing. Yeah. Don't give in just because it's summertime and you don't want to be alone. Yeah. Have boundaries. Have physical yeah. boundaries. Have personal boundaries, emotional boundaries. And don't let somebody like coax you or talk you into like progressing those further. Have biblical boundaries. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Like, That's great. Have biblical boundaries. Before sin entered the world, God gave humanity boundaries. Did a whole mm-hmm. sermon on that. Yeah. And it's, I think about that quite often. Um, but respect those boundaries um, and don't let somebody pressure you into that. Why do you think, though, like in relationships, sometimes we – we tend to like give on boundaries a little bit. I think it's because we wanna we wanna like show a some way, shape, or form like love toward that person. Maybe not love is the word, but like we, we don't we want, don't want to, to offend feel rejection. Yeah, we don't want to offend them. Okay. And so more out of fear of offending that person will compromise who we are. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate side of like letting boundaries falter. But I think in my head, I'm just like if if you're gonna compromise like boundaries now, or if that person's going to push you to compromise boundaries now, again, long-term, if you're hopefully dating people to have a long-term relationship, how much, like when you're married, what else are they going to compromise? How, like yeah. what other boundaries are they going to start pushing? Um, and I think it's just more of like a character issue at that point of like, mm-hmm. if this person can't respect you enough to let you uphold your boundaries and feel comfortable with that, then what are they going to be disrespectful toward in your future? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like the fear of like if I don't let them cross this boundary, then I'm gonna lose yeah. this person as well. Yeah. Of like, oh, I need to let this like boundary down a little bit, otherwise they're gonna like peace out. Yeah. Um which and I think this is like very kind of just intense way of looking at it, but I think like just our natural like human sinful nature is like we wanna like there's something like innately in us that we're like born into that's like those boundaries are there and like we have this like desire to break them almost of yeah. like it's it's yeah. that's Thanks, why God Adam put those yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in place and they're important and I think Connor said it best of like that goes like all around like emotional boundaries yeah. like physical boundaries emotional boundaries um like your mental health is like important like if they don't respect like you needing space, yeah, or yeah. you like wanting to spend time with your friends, yeah. Zach. Like those are those are boundaries to be like super aware of, yes, um, as well. And I could totally be wrong here, and maybe I'm gender stereotyping, but <laughs> I feel like this is way more of a pressure for girls. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like guys are normally the the pressurers. Mm. Agree or disagree? I think. Yeah, I think overall majority. Agree. Yeah. yeah. I think there's situations where that's not, but like, yeah, I think for sure, for sure, because I've definitely heard like, um, I'm not saying all guys are, oh yeah, are the the antagonists (laughs) or that all girls are like the like the vulnerable party. Yeah, no, some of them are pushers. Not at all. Um, But I do think I do think that 
ladies unfortunately have to be more firm and clear on their boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm I think wrong. physical. I think women are very like can be guilty of pushing men's like emotional boundaries. Yes. I was going to say cuz I heard a sermon one time where especially the way that like males and females show love is and this is obviously not like a use case for everything, but it was like kind of made sense where it's like the way that a man shows love more so than not is through vulnerability cuz guys are a lot like harder to crack as an yeah. egg. Like it's harder to crack a guy and like get their emotions out. Right. Vert, and that's like side note. That's how players play. Because I always like the kid in high school who like would always have girlfriends and stuff or always like get the <laughs> girls. It was because he was like super emotional and like he would like okay. share that's his nerd. feelings. Yeah. No, <laughs> but he would like share his feelings and the girls were like, oh my gosh, he like shares feelings. He up to me. He was exactly. Well, for yeah, <laughs> girl, he did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the way that men show love a lot of times is like through their vulnerability, and the way that females, because females are naturally more vulnerable with like with their friends, with their family. Yeah. Like the way that they show love more often is the boundary of like the physical side of things, and yeah. so like that's what's more sacred to them. Yes, they yeah. see. Yes, sacred. That's the best word to phrase. Yes. So like yeah. like men feel their emotions are more sacred versus females feel their physical is more sacred. Yeah. And so like men are more willing to push the physical boundary because they're like, man, whatever. Like <laughs> until I let you into my heart, that's different. But yeah, so I think like those boundaries though need to be established and respected on both sides, the yeah. physical and the emotional. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Red flag uh, number five, six. I'm not sure when they don't respect your boundaries. All right. And our final red flag. So we've got, you know, meeting at parties. Your all your interactions are always super social. Bars, clubs, parties, whatever. There's always alcohol involved. When it feels more like a summer fling than something substantial. When you maybe want something more than they want. When they, they're only friends with the opposite sex, when they never bring you around their friends, when they're super sketch about their phone when they're around you, when they don't respect your boundaries. And finally, the last one or two, which is super important, when they're weird about going to young adults on Thursday night mm, at 7 o'clock red yeah, flag. at the Lakewood that's Campus the with biggest you. biggest red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Two times. Yes. That's a double red flag. Yep. Get their butts to young adults on Thursday night, 7 o'clock, 5810 West Alameda. Come on. Let's wow. go. Yeah. But no. for real, when they, when like you're a church person, when you follow Jesus and they're, they're weird about that yeah. and you feel like they're wanting you to compromise or not even compromise, but like chill out yeah. with your like faith. Your structured religion. Yes. Well, it's like, no, I like to worship with a collective group of believers. Like, yeah. It's a completely different thing. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Like when they're when they're asking you to not even compromise, like denounce Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, we're not some, uh, what is it, Megan Fox people. Like, <laughs> but, like Kelly. yeah, no, like, but when they, when, when your faith and your walk with Jesus feels like too much for them yeah. to where you feel like you've got to pretend to be somebody you're different. Yeah. That's yeah. a red flag. Yeah. Right. That's a huge red flag. I mean, that goes back to like, I mean, being equally yoked, being equally in pursuit of Jesus, being both on the same path, being both headed in the same direction at, at similar paces. You don't have to be like, I feel like. There's the stress to be like, I have to find the person who's exactly like me in their faith. No, like if you're both in pursuit of God and you're going similar paces, like you will be like you will be equally yoked. You will be aligned and you'll be going in the right. same direction. But yeah, if somebody's like not wanting any of that, yeah, that's a that's a big red flag to me. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So, man, get them to young adults on Thursday night. You know what I'm saying? Amen. But in all seriousness, if they do make you feel like in any way, shape, or form, you've got to temper down or act differently about your faith, you're following Jesus, that is a huge, huge, huge red flag, and it's not worth it. Listen, missionary dating Mm -hmm. is not real. No. It's the dumbest idea in the world. But I feel like people will cling on to, like, the two stories where it's, like, happened. Not even happened, but, like, where just somebody dated for so long and somebody did meet Jesus during their dating experience. Like, but it happened to to Sarah and Mark, so it can happen to me. Yeah, but there's some stuff Sarah and Mark aren't telling you happened to. And Sarah and Mark's journey is going to be really, like, it probably is a lot of rough stuff that you didn't get privy to because – you weren't in that relationship. Right. And so like there's going to be a lot of baggage that they both walk into their relationships with and that they're they're having to deal with one another. But you justify it by saying, oh, it happened to that. Like <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be like a tangent. But it's like when people like <laughs> use Tinder for like dating where it's like, oh, but like so and so got married from it. I'm like, well, OK, yeah, but. The Bl- initial, blind squirrel, the- <laughs> blind squirrel finds an acorn every once exactly. in a while. Exactly. You know so, I mean? like, so. you can't use the one percent case of that happening to justify the, the means. Right. Yeah. Seriously. So yeah. Um. When they don't respect your faith, don't even waste your time, man. For real. Like, run away. Save yourself the heartache. Save yourself the pain. You're not Jesus. You're not their savior. Mm-hmm. Just don't freaking do it. But you know what you should do. Subscribe to the Young Adult Podcast. Mm, 100%. transition. You know what else you should do? Come to Young Adults. Come to Young Adults on Thursday nights. What mm. time, Zach? It's at 7 p.m. Where's the location, Milana? 5810 West Alameda Avenue. Do we do it every Thursday? Every, every Thursday. All, pretty much, unless we announce otherwise on Instagram. Pretty much, <laughs> except for like two or three times maybe out of the year. Yes. But we do it every Thursday. So if you're in Denver and you're listening to this podcast and you don't come to Young Adults on Thursday night, that's a red flag for me to you. No, I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, to- I'm totally kidding. But invite your friends. Come. Be a part of our community. Don't just listen yeah. to the podcast. If you're in Denver, come on Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Be a part of Young Adults. We'd love to meet you. And if you listen to the podcast and you come on Thursday, let us know. We love listening to – or listening to. <laughs> we love talking, talking to people who listen to the podcast. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And if you don't, help us out by subscribing and liking this podcast. It just helps us, our podcast, our content get out in front of more and more people. Um, Give us a five-star review. If you've got anything Mm -hmm. less, keep it to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Red flag again for you. Non-five-star reviews. Yeah. So, yeah, if they give out less than five-star reviews on podcasts, that's a red flag. Specifically to the Young Adult Podcast. Yes. No. um, But, (laughs) hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out. I know we... We did some tangents and some rambling today, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Hey, we want you to have the best summer. We want you to have the best romance, relationships, Mm -hmm. dating, boyfriend, girlfriends, whatever. Like we want you to have amazing, amazing relationships. We think these are some things you should watch out for as Cupid is on the prowl this summer. So, hey, for all things Red Rocks Young Adults, you can follow us on social at at Red Rocks YA. 
at Red Rocks Y. That's <laughs> what it. What is that? <laughs> you like well, pause waiting our, for more. I yeah. mean, that is that, is, that is the Instagram handle. And for our website, you can go to Red Rocks Y. Well. <laughs> I almost said Red Rocks. Sorry, <laughs> RedRocksY.com. Guys, we're nothing but professionals. <laughs> so, hey, hope you enjoyed this podcast. If it means anything to you, give us a, a rating. Share it with a friend. We love you guys, and we will see you next week or two. We're doing every other week, but who knows? We might throw out a bonus episode. We're not sure. I'm making this up on the spot. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. See you soon. Peace out.